Blog Talk Radio. Pet Psychic Radio Show. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. We got the chat room open as usual. Hello to our friends in the chat room. And you can join us there as well and type questions or talk about the show, chit-chat, you know, all that stuff. Um, What's going on, Laura? Oh, not much. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So, I was um I've been listening to the news today and it looks like HBO canceled that show Luck. And um did you hear about this? No, I don't even know what that show is. Oh, it's a show about race horse tracks or race horses. Oh, it was? Yeah, I didn't know much about it until today and I guess, you know, in the news they're saying that Three horses have already died, and I guess one died this week or last night or something from production from the show. production? Are you joking? No, and so they decided to end the show because they, you know. What happened? I I don't know what happened in the other two cases, but in the most recent case, the horse, I think, was bucking or, like, went back on his hind legs. I don't know what's that called. What's that called? Rearing. Rearing, yeah, it was rearing, and it knocked its head back or something, and had a, I don't know, had something happen to its head, and then they had to euthanize it. Oh my gosh! I mean, don't they have handlers on there? Yeah, they do. I don't know what kind of handlers are. I mean, it's kind of crazy that they have three horses that have died. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. You know, I had recently went and and did like production for a talk show. Mm-hmm. And um, they had animals on it. I haven't really been talking about it because I was so upset about what went on. But um, but there was, like, they had animals. You know, we had all these, and the guests had brought these animals on. And, like, while we were filming, the cameraman screamed and, like, scared all the animals and, there was a snake and a ferret, and they put the snake next to the ferret, and the ferret looked like it wa- less snake wa- looked like it wanted to eat the ferret, and it's like they don't really know what they're doing. Aren't they supposed to have you know special people who know about these things on set when you film something like this? I know they really should. Like, I wonder if they really needed somebody else on set. I mean, I don't know what the laws are, but. I know I mean, in major productions they have the Humane Society come and yeah, oversee right. things. So, but not for like a small a talk show, I guess not. Maybe not for a talk show. I'm not sure. Did you say something or what happened? Yeah, I told the cameraman to quiet it down. I was like, "You need to be really quiet. Like you're scaring them." And I was constantly moving the animals to like get them out of danger. And I was like, you know, trying my best to like be really respectful and then they were like there was this one point in it where the executive producer says to me okay we want you to talk to the animals and when you're talking to the animals we want you to move your hands a lot (laughs) and so and she like sat down next to the animals and was like doing it you know like moving your hands a lot and I'm like oh my gosh and I go no I'm not do that 
that because that's going to scare the animals. And yeah. she, she says to me, oh, it's just for TV. And I go, no, I'm not going to put out there on national television that the animal expert is moving her hands like that in front of animals. That's saying that it's okay. I'm not going right. to do it. She, she was really frustrated with me because I wouldn't do it. I'm like, I'm not going to sacrifice. I don't understand why they just didn't get an actor to portray an animal expert then. That's what I said to them at the end. I was like, what is the point of having me if you're not going to listen? Like, what's the point if you're not going to take full advantage of my expertise? Why why not have actors and actresses? Mm -hmm. They they were offended by that. (laughs) But... (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Why aren't our cameras pointing at you when these things happen? I know, right? I was so mad that I didn't take, like, my little camera and should have been blogging about it the whole time. But I know. I, I have these, like, I don't know, you know, it's like ever since I was little, my parents used to say to me, you know, like, like they were always so worried about me that I wouldn't be safe because I always saw the good in everybody. You know, like, I always expect, like, everything's going to be beautifully and that people – are going to act like they say they're going to act and their intentions are what they say their intentions are. Yeah. But then when I get in the middle of these things, I'm like, oh, my God, you're all just, like, liars and, like, fakes. Yeah. I mean, and... my friends, I don't think they were – I mean, who knows? Maybe they did lie to me. I don't know if that was their intention. I don't, I don't know. I can't really say what their intention was, but it wasn't mm-hmm. for the animals or the people on the show. Right. Wow, that's so yeah. crazy. I know. It's I think shoot uh, with animals and production, it's just a slippery slope. I mean, most of these animal you know, animals are not domesticated and you know, it's hard for them to be under those conditions. It you know? is so hard and these animals in particular flew from all over the country to be on this show. They flew they actually flew underneath in planes. I was like, This these animals went through an extraordinary amount of stress to be here. And then they were put into stress when they were there and I was like really upset about it. Yeah. That sucks. I know uh, before the show, you and I were talking about a possibility of uh, going to that event next week. Yes. Yes. So you want to tell our listeners uh, more about what the event is? Well, it's not really an event, I wouldn't necessarily say. So I guess there's like some type of hearing um, for uh, for the Orange County, um, like the city, I guess they're trying to decide whether or not they're going to allow elephant rides at the Orange County Park, at the Orange County Fair. And mm. so they're asking, this group of people are asking people to come and, you know, talk there and to show up and to say whether or not you believe that animals should, that these elephants should be at the Orange County Fair and giving elephant rides. Right. And so that's next Thursday during our show. It's from 10 to 12. Right. And um, I just feel this draw, like I should go and say something. I don't know what I'm going to say, but right. So and yeah, I like, we're so. we're thinking about going, and so we might have to change the show time next week to a different time. We're saying to Wednesday. To next Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be a day earlier than what our normal time is. That way, we can talk about. Or should we do it later? Oh, later on Thursday, we could do it from your house or something. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Anyways, we're going to figure okay. it out. We'll, we'll do post. a post. We'll do a blast. 
so you'll have all the all of our listeners can have the information because maybe that would be cool if we could talk about what happened at the hearing. Yes, I would think that'd be really cool. Hot off the press, we can come yeah. back with the information. That would be great. Okay, let's do yeah. that. Okay, cool. So that's what we're gonna do next week. Uh, we have a bunch of people in line to talk to you. So let's get on with it. Can you tell our listeners what they need to do when they get on the line with you? Okay, so when you get on online with me, just go right into it. Tell me um, your pet's name, what species your pet is, what your pet looks like, their sex, if they're dead or alive, and anything you want me to ask them, one thing that you want me to ask them, because we had a lot of callers who were sticking to one question. Um, otherwise, I'm going to uh, Skype I to hang up on you because I'm really bad at getting off the phone with people. <laughs> Don't be offended. It's just I'm too much of a wimp to say your time is up. <laughs> okay, so get ready. Uh, we got our first caller is Lauren calling in from Portland. Uh, let's see if I can get her here on the line. Right. Lauren, hi. Hi. Hi, who hi. are we going to talk to today? Um, I'm sorry? Who are we talking to today? Which animal? What animal? Um, his name is Ufta, and he's a dog. He's black, black, long-haired, five-year-old dog. Um, and How he big is alive. Is How big is he? Uh, like 90 pounds. Oh, okay. He's, he's like a Newfoundland border collie makes. Okay, perfect. And what do you want to ask him? I'm just trying to figure out what is triggering his aggression. Oh, okay. And what is he aggressive at? Well, um, use, at people. He's aggressive the most towards part. people. Yeah. Is he, for the most is, he part. is he aggressive towards other um, dogs? Sometimes, but he usually he's the type of dog that, like, he won't start it, but he will totally finish it. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not that he is, like, outright aggressive, like he sees another dog and he reacts. It's that something happens between him and another dog and the other dog reacts and then he he doesn't quit. Yeah, but my, my fear is more the aggression towards people and – I feel like I just moved back to Oregon, and I felt like his aggression was getting a lot better, and it was kind of like starting to come to a good level. And this morning on a walk, a late 70-year-old woman was petting him, and I stopped so she could pet him, and he, like, nipped at her coat, and I was just appalled. Okay, and so is this a new thing for him, or has he been, been doing it for a while? How long has he been doing it? He's never nipped anybody, but the aggression has always been there. When it was a puppy, it was like food aggression towards other dogs, and like it's always been a tendency. Okay, and what's his name again? Ufta, U-S-F-D-A. Okay, Ufta, that's cute. What does that mean? It's Norwegian slang for like, oh gosh, or oh darn it. Oh, okay. Hold on, let me get him. He says he has a pain around his eye. He has a pain around his eye. And I don't see as well as I used to. Sometimes when I see, it's foggy. 
Sometimes I see, sometimes I see fine, and other times it's not fine. Let me ask him more about that because that's strange. I have really bad eyesight. Sometimes there's like a sharp. It's almost like sometimes there's like a sharp, jagged line through his sight. Most of the time it's foggy. At night it's much harder. I don't like people coming close to me because I don't know what they're going to do. I'm going to ask him why he bit that lady. That was this morning? Yeah. He said that she was reaching for him right around his eye and he got a pain there. Wow. Does he look like he can see okay? Yeah. Um, he's got, like, bright yellow eyes. And they're really intense. And they look yeah. fine. Yeah, bright eyes are good. We like that. Um, yeah. It looks like, it feels like the right eye is worse. And I don't know, it's like maybe, it, and that could be a couple different, it could be his actual eyesight, right? Or it could be that, like, his fear or something is actually making him sort of, like, go blind. Like, you know, it's, like, more of, like, a psychological issue. Like, he stiffens up and then he actually gets scared and he kind of goes blind for a second or jagged. Uh-huh. Or maybe he needs an adjustment and he's out of alignment at the, um, at the um, atlas, because that would create a pain behind the eye. But also, if there's something wrong with the actual eye, that would create a pain, too. So I think um, what's really important right now is to not let people pet him and start watching him a little bit more and start watching how he sees and see if you can notice something. Sometimes they really overcompensate because they can smell. Yeah. Um. But I'd start really watching, like, is it his fear that's getting him not to be able to see? And if that's it, you want to make, you want to give, teach him those calming signals so that he can, he can calm himself. Do you remember what those are? Have you ever heard me talk about those? The no, actually, I just Googled you today, and I was, I was like, oh my gosh, an hour and a half, I can call in and talk to this oh, woman. Cool. Like, <laughs> Perfect. So long it was meant to be. Yeah, so one of the things is that um, that I talk about a lot is that animals have what we call calming signals, and that's body language that animals use to calm themselves, to communicate with other animals, and they use them on on to communicate with us as well. And we love these signals. We want to see our animals doing them all the time. And they're blinking of the eyes, looking and looking away, sitting down, lying down, licking, licking their own mouth, yawning, coming to you at an arc, stretching, holding up a paw, shaking. Those are the, pretty much the main ones. And okay. lack of calming is mouth closing, eyes staring, body getting stiff. And once that happens, very often they'll go into a form of aggression, which is the growling, snarling, lunging, or barking, or they'll go into, like, the cowering, shaking fear. So... Mm-hmm. What you want to make, really want to watch him around people and see if he's closing his mouth and staring, whether it's off into the distance or at that person, you need to redirect him and teach him to blink his eyes and look and look away. 
and start sort of watching his sight and that right side of his head. Start seeing if he's sensitive, like around his temples, you know, just start really paying attention to him. Okay. And maybe get him adjusted and see if he needs an adjustment. Okay. I yeah, well, give us give us a call back in a couple of weeks and let us know how he's doing and what you see, what you notice. Well, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Lauren. I like that name. I know, me too. <laughs> but I wonder, like, it means, like, oh, gosh, or something. He kind of needs something that means, like, patience or... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about it. It's funny. <laughs> I know. It's cute. Um, I'm glad you brought up the calming signals because I know that's going to come up. So it's good we got the first call in and brought that up because so, we're probably going to talk about that yeah, again. It's so important because, you know, I think a really part of animal communication is being able to watch the animal's body mm-hmm. language. And so often people are not watching. They're not yeah. watching people they're not watching their animals and so just really like sit back and just study your animal what is their what are they doing with their body and their facial expressions and their tail and their paws and what are they doing in different situations and just get to know your animal that way yeah especially you know if you want to like massage your animal or like run your hands down their backs and like you are always saying oh would they like maybe make a face or you know do tense up or something in a certain area, then you would know to get that area checked out. So Exactly. And what face would that be, I do you know, if they're feeling pain somewhere? Um they could well they could flinch or something like that. But um Yeah, and their face, their mouth their, would normally close. Their close. mouth would close and their eyes would start to stare. stare whether yeah. it's off into the distance or at you. Mhm. So yeah Try that, Lauren, if you're still listening. Yeah. Uh, we got Rachel from Santa Barbara. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm doing good. Who do you... Good to, who do you, it's good to talk to you. You too. So who do you have? I have Bella. She is a chihuahua. She is gold with a little white stripe. And she's five and she really passed an arm tragic accident a couple weeks ago. Oh! So much. Oh, she passed away? Oh, yeah, she was the most beautiful, precious little chihuahua. And oh, Rachel, are you the one that lost her to another dog? Yeah, I'm just dying without her in my life. Oh, it's so sad. Okay, let me see if I can get get her Bella, right, you said? Yes, and I'm so sorry. I'm crying. I just hurt. Oh, no, that's okay. It's really hard when you lose them. Okay, let's see if Bella has anything to say. She said that she got stuck in fear for a moment, but she's fine now. It's okay because I don't feel my body in pain anymore. There are no big scary dogs here. Oh, she she died in my arms, and I just told her how much I loved her over oh, and over. Oh, she did. Yeah, and I could see her losing consciousness, and I could see her eyes just going away. But I just told her I loved her, and oh. um, we 
will you tell her that I think she is so beautiful? No, she said that when you walk still, she runs in and out of your legs. Oh, she, I just, I still feel her here. And I miss her. She's talking about like a framed painting of her or a framed picture of her. Did you do something like that recently? Yeah, she has pictures everywhere. (laughs) She says she wants feathers next to them. Do you know what that is? Feathers? Yeah. No. Maybe what will happen is maybe you'll find feathers or something, and maybe that will be a gift from her. Like maybe she's saying, like, from spirit she'll send you feathers. Oh, my gosh, that's so cute. Does she want to come back and be in this life again with me? I don't want to be in life yet. Not yet? Not yet. It's nice here. Oh. Is she with someone? She says the grass is tall, but it doesn't itch. And it's a little moist. And it doesn't bother me. And sometimes she's with a woman who's really strong. Wow, she has I don't really, know who that is. She has really big muscles. <laughs> I don't know. Like, usually when they talk about women that they're with, they're usually like ancestors of ours or like old friends that we've known. But it could be like a grandma or something that has passed away that like in their younger years they might have been like, athletic, or they might have gardened, and so they had muscles or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who it is. You'll have to see, but she had, she had muscles. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. I know. You'll have to ask your parents if one of their parents or something had, like, their moms had big muscles. If you could oh. tell her anything for me, just tell her I love her. Mom, I hear you. I hear you, Mom. Okay. I lie with you in bed. I lie with you in bed. Aww. Oh, that's sweet, Rachel. Rachel, trust it when you feel her around you because that's her trying to show herself. So it's yeah, really, I do. It's really important that you trust it. I do, definitely. Well, thanks for calling in and let us know if you find any feathers. Thank you. I will definitely. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. All okay, right. Bye. Bye. That's so terrible. What so, happened to her? What happened to the dog? I'm sorry, I missed that part. got killed by another dog. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's so scary. It is. And I had another friend who the same week as Rachel's dog died, because her friend actually called me when that happened. But I had a friend whose dog died as well in the same town by another dog. The oh. same week. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's so strange. How did that happen? That's so crazy. So what happened to my friend's dog is that they he, he was, like, a little Maltese. Like, kind of had long legs, though, but he was, like, a little Maltese. And um, they were walking at a preserve, you know, where a lot of dogs walk. Mm-hmm. And they have another like, kind of medium-sized dog, too. And these pit bulls came over. And I don't want to give pit bulls a bad rap. I really don't. It could be any breed. Mm-hmm. And they came over and they were, everyone was playing, and everyone was playing, and they were having fun. They were, like, running around and playing, and then one just all of a sudden was like, that's prey, and they all went after him. 
Oh, it was like something. Oh my God, something switched in his hat, and they just, just like thought, oh my God, that's a rodent. Oh God, that scares me. Now, now that I have Aloha, who's a small poodle, yes. I get freaked out because I'm not I, used to having a small dog. I know. Even me and Luca, I go hiking, and I'm like, it's like a whole new thing with coyotes and everything. It's like, yeah. wow. I never had to be. I've never had to be afraid because you know I had Ventura for 14 years and he's totally you know he can defend right. himself so it was fine. Right. I know it's scary having those little things. I know, poor thing. Uh, we got Nicole from New York. Nicole, hi. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Who yeah. are we going to be talking to today? Um, we're, you're going to be talking to Ramsey. He is white and brown. He's a Shih Tzu. So cute. Okay. Um, I just want to know um, what Ramsey thinks of my boyfriend, Jeter. Okay. What does your boyfriend look like? Um, he's 5'8". He's African-American. He's um, on the the medium side. You know, he's 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 stocky. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, hold on, let me get him. He says, I like him. But sometimes he's strong with my mom. He's a little too forceful in his voice. Mm. Okay. And I kind of want to tell him to calm down. Okay. But he has a way of petting me that I like. Mm-hmm. But if he pets me under the chest, I like it. How does okay. he act towards him? Um, Ramsey actually um, enjoys his rubbing. It's, <laughs> you oh, know good. how he pets and rubs him. And yeah, he, yeah, he's he showing me. Does he, is, do you feel like your boyfriend is stern with you, or is that just like a man's voice? Um, sometimes we argue, and I notice Ramsey will jump in my lap. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, and, um, um and, wait, you know, he says that when your, when your boyfriend is arguing, he's got to be calmer and look away. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Ramsey is trying to teach him the yeah. uh, calming signals. The signal. calming signals, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got hey, that. Ramsey knows the calming si- signals. He, he teaches me them. <laughs> you have to see if, it's, if you guys ever argue, if he sits on your lap and does the calming signals. <laughs> okay, we'll do. Oh, and also, how does Ramsey feel about um, me cutting his nails and, and – um, you know, bathing him and blow drying him. He makes this weird noise like he's um like he, if he could talk he he would be telling me, you know, he would be cursing me out kind of. He says he likes the blow dryer. He does? He's always moaning or He says he likes the way it feels on his back. Oh, okay. <laughs> the nails always scare me. Okay. And the pulling hurts his left shoulder. Oh, when I cut his nails? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I try to keep them still so I can, you know, clip the nails. But I've never um, cut into the quick. So, you know, I try to calm him down and say, Ramsey, you're okay. Good. Good. That's good. He wants you to know, he wants you to tell your boyfriend that he likes him. He doesn't want your boyfriend to think he doesn't like him. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, because um, Peter actually loves Ramsey. I think she loves that's Ramsey awesome. more than me. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, so Nicole. we'll practice the calming signal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks. <laughs> that's so cute. That is so I love, cute. I love it when animals teach us. Um, the calming signal. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, that's what they're doing all day long is trying to tell us. It's just whether you're aware of that or not and if you can catch them. It's like, so true. Just, I've learned them. Um, I see it, like, all day long. You do. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, great. You, it's so interesting because a lot of people think that when their animal is looking away from them that they're ignoring them. Right. And they're not ignoring you. They're just calming you by looking away, but they're totally listening. And it reminds me of, like, when my dad used to say to me, look at me when I'm talking to you. And <laughs> so I could never look at him, but I think I was doing the calming signals too. Right. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, I noticed that with Aloha a lot. Aloha's the little poodle. And, you know, she – I want to, like, always – we talked about this last time, but I always want to kiss her face, but she doesn't like it. She always looks away. And oh, yeah, they hate it. They hate it. But then Ripley, on the other hand, does, doesn't does care and loves it. Oh, she does? Yeah. So um, it's funny because they're so different, but I can see Aloha always, like, looking away and kind of looking, you know, <laughs> looking and looking away because she just gets too stressed out when I try to do it to her. That's so funny. But I can't help it. She's so cute. I want to kiss her I know. I still do it, too. I do it to them, and I say, I know I'm torturing you, but I don't care. This is for Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we got Sarah on the line. She had emailed you a picture of the cat, Leo. Yes, I have Leo's photo. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Good. I sent several pictures of Leo. Yes, and he is quite the adorable kitty, I'll have to say. Yes, he's a, a sable Burmese with big round gold eyes. Yes, and the cutest roundest face. Oh, he's just he's just beyond beyond adorable and personality, you just can't imagine. And this type of Burmese cat, uh, pretty consistently, they're extremely clingy and affectionate. Oh, so nice. All they, so all he wants to do is cuddle, and he's always been that way, and it's been wonderful. So um, he's you know he's going through a hard time. And um, with me, um, and he has kidney disease. And, oh, he does. Yeah. And, and so, what do you want to ask him how he's feeling, or? Well, uh, yeah, I, I, um, we talked about the vet he's going to, and I, I've already this morning given him, given him his subcutaneous treatment, and uh-huh. I already, and I already gave him his pills and his water. And I already yeah. gave him his food. So what would you like to ask him? What's the question? All right. I, first of all, um, I, I have some, some good questions. For What does he want? Okay, so we just have time for one question. So what's your main Oh, question? that's going to be really hard. Well, yeah. um, I think he's doing better than he, he had a crisis, and I think he's doing better. And okay. I just, I'm trying to do everything. I don't want him to be miserable, but he doesn't 
I think he really wants to be here with me. He hasn't been Okay, easy. here, let's ask him. I'm going to ask him, like, how are you feeling and do you want to be All right, well, the real question I have is he hasn't been eating, but I know that that can be part of this disease. But there are a number of different reasons why they aren't eating, and I want to know is it dehydration, uremia, high phosphorus, anemia, metallic acidosis. I'm he says he's I can not, figure he's, out what it is. I can focus on getting Dr. Um, Siemens to give me something for that. Okay, now. okay, hold on. Let me. He says, um, hold on. He's not he says, I'm not, my lap. I'm, not, I'm not hungry. It hurts right. my stomach. I get really bad pains in my stomach when I eat. Oh. And when I eat my mouth saliva. When when he I didn't hear that. He salivates when he eats. When he eats his mouth what? He salivates. Salivates. Oh. And it tastes bad. Oh, and I've been forcing him and feeding him. Uh, is there something I can do about the salivating? The it looks like he likes like are you feeding him baby food or something because he likes something like that consistency. Yeah, I'm feeding him baby food in a syringe. I'm feeding him. Um, I'm I'm feeding that's, him. That's a- the best AD. thing for me. What? That's the best thing for me. The baby food and the syringe. That's what I do. It's the gentler on my stomach. Right, so he can tolerate that. But if I gave him that in a dish. Would he eat that? Is there some way? Does he have mouth ulcers? No, because I don't really want it. It's in, my, any, it's in what, my stomach. I know. Well, is does he? can I change the metabolic acidosis, the room, whatever it is in his stomach, maybe? Um, that's not really a question for me. I don't know how that would be a question for your vet. So you said he salivates, and what did you say about his stomach? It's that acid? it hurts. It hurts when he's st- his stomach hurts. He gets pains in his stomach, uh, and it uh, burns, and it burns, and it burns. And he feels dizzy sometimes when he walks. Dizzy when he walks. And that that might be dehydration. Well, I try to give him lot. He gets his sub-Q treatment and lots of more water. But then I, I get- also I also give him. I also have to give him um, heart medicine. I have to get. I have to give him a diuretic sometimes because he has an enlarged heart, and we don't want the water on his lungs. Oh, so maybe that's why he gets dizzy when he walks. Maybe that's a heart issue. Yeah, maybe it's a heart issue. Also, it could be you know dehydration from that medication as well. I know, and then right away I give him water. I mean, that's it's like a cycle. It's like a circle. It's a lot of. You he know, says, "Mom, I'm not scared to die." Oh. Poor baby, I love it more than anything in this world. So, he says if he dies, he'll go into sunlight. He'll go where? Into sunlight. Is that what he says? Well, and I like sunlight. Well, how long do you think I should do this? And how long does he want me? I'm he trying says to. Make... There's a man in heaven that will take care of him. I see. The but man is I... nice. He comes and visits us. Uh huh. Can I take care of him for a lo- how much longer? Will I? Can I take care of him then? Mom, you just have to pay attention to me. All right. So, so I look just... like I don't want to fight anymore. That's when I'm ready. 
Oh, when he doesn't want to fight anymore. He I'm hates starting his... to get ready. I'm starting to get oh, ready. Oh, he hates his pills. It's so much I have to do. It's so much and I, I don't, and I don't think it's helping much anymore. He's he's in my arms. He's looking at me right now. Oh, what a little sweetie he is. Oh, he's just beyond. He's just beyond. Oh. Incredible creature. I've never had a connection this deep with an animal. Oh, he's so sweet. He's so so. He's just so smart and so adorable and so mm. so much fun. He's been so much fun. I just can't. You you think that I'm that I might have to do it or have it done or do you think he'll do? You, you know what? So so there one of the things that I want to tell you or and people that are in your situation. Uh-huh. It's like there comes a point where you just sort of have to like breathe and meditate and just sort of really think to yourself. You know, like do you want him to? Like, how much do you want him to suffer, and how much do you want him to fight? And then, no, I don't want if, him to suffer. Okay, so if you think that you don't want him to suffer, then then sort of let it go a little bit and say to him and to the universe, whatever you believe in, that you will be open to hearing it from him when he's ready, ready to go, if he needs help, if he needs you to help him go, you will be open to hear it from him and let it go. And there will be a time where he will look at you in the eye or he'll do something where you won't be able to, you won't be able to not see it. They make it so clear. And really? so it's, yes. They because make it he hides, so clear. he hates his pills and he hides and he's, and to, and and he and the food just drips all over his face, but he he does take it in and he yeah, does. Yeah, well, he's he's getting ready to go, so I think some of it is part of part of it is you getting ready to go, to, letting him go too. I see, Laura. But, so you think it I, might be it might be weeks or days or months or what do you? Think? I don't know. I can't predict the future, and neither can they. I know. I just don't know. It might be a few weeks or but, something. Or but months. just to watch him, and he'll tell you when. He'll tell you when. Just to watch him. So, um, oh, you, you'll be in our prayer, Sarah, and we'll light a candle for you. And my, my cat, Makia, came over while we were talking to Leo, and she says that she's going to be saying some prayers for him also. Oh, oh, thank you. And thank, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, thank you Sarah. You be well. And also, um, just to, you know, remind people that it's always good to really check in with your vet, you know, especially when you have all these medical issues, no matter what your animal might say, you know, I think it's best to work together with everyone. Exactly. Yeah, so if they're talking about dehydration, maybe you bring that up with your vet, like I noticed that maybe my cat might feel dehydrated or you know, I've noticed this about him or her, you know, what do you think? Is this, you know, they can help you and answer your questions with that. So, yeah, yeah I hope, um, I hope Leo finds peace either way. Um, I fighting. know, he's so cute. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, we have some stuff going on in the chat room. Um, we have Carrie Whisper says, why do certain cats or animals get fed and seem to turn around and have forgotten that they just they've just eaten and want another meal? 
That's funny. Sounds like me. <laughs> um, I think it really depends on the animal. I mean, that could be many certain. That could be many different things. It could be that they're bored. It mm-hmm. could be that um, they're addicted to whatever in the food. Like if there's a sugar in the food, like Fancy Feast, um, Friskies, like any of those supermarket bought cat foods have a lot of sugar in them so uh, very often those cats like want to keep eating because they get addicted to it and they'll get withdrawal symptoms if they come off of it Mm. okay and um it's like us eating like french fries or something like i want to just keep eating more exactly exactly or i'm sorry what was that Boredom, you know, like they're Boredom. bored, they're inside cats, they don't have anything else to do, and the smell. There's like this whole philosophy that you're not supposed to keep cat food out for cats because they can smell it, and every time they pass it, they're going to want to eat it. Some vets say that. My oh. cats refeed, but, you know. Yeah, I just leave mine out, but I've noticed, oh, my gosh, this is so funny. I noticed that Aloha, the poodle, was um, sneaking out in the middle of the night. He would jump off, like, when he thought we were all asleep. And she's been opening the door to the bathroom, going through the bathroom into the cat's, like, room, and eating (laughs) the cat food in the middle of the night at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. She's so smart. I happened to be awake one night like looking at my iPad and like she did it and I totally caught her and she, <laughs> she looked like so guilty it was hilarious like a kid with her hand in the cookie jar totally like, totally I was like what are you doing and then like slowly turned back around and came back <laughs> to the bedroom <laughs> that's so funny I know. (laughs) So today, moving on, we're going to be talking to uh, Crystal from Vegas Pig Pets, who we've had on before. So let me get her here on the line. And Crystal, are you there? I'm here. How are you? How are you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing great, thanks. So, So tell us about your organization. It's great to have you on again. Well, thanks. Um, Well, Vegas Pig Pets was formed into a 501 in uh, 2008 uh, after finding many pigs needing homes. So we're strictly a placement uh, agency, you know, not so much a sanctuary. Although, you know, the last time I was on, I had Pumbaa, the blind pig, and his piglet, Percy. Uh, Mm. They're here and waiting for their eye operations. And we recently got Reggie, and Reggie is, um, he was found in a horse stall about 50 pounds and having seizures every day. Um, Gosh. So So is that common for pigs to have seizures? I've never really heard of that before. Is that something that they do get? um, You know, like dogs and other animals. Yeah, right. Going to be, you know, pigs with you know, pretty common conditions, and they're similar to humans. So it's not, you know, it's not common, but, you know, there are other pigs that do do get seizures, yeah. Learn to live with it. You know, there are some pigs on phenobarbital, you know, that Reggie hasn't had to be put on it. Uh, It seems to be diet-related, but um, we try to specialize in educating owners, 
you know, as to size, behavior, you know, this teacup fad that has been going around for the last couple of years, um, you know, provides us lots of intakes into our shelters. So, you know, we are trying to get the word out, you know, you know, not to believe these breeders. And, you know, all pigs are born about eight ounces, and, you know, all piglets fit in a teacup when they're born. So, you know, a lot of it is education. We try to provide education and, you know, stay out there so people can do their research and hopefully get the proper information. Good. I just saw an ad for a teacup pig in one of those, like, I think it was Animal News or something, one of those big magazines. I thought yeah, I was unfortunately, of those, those you know, ads they're in there. Pigs. Oh, okay. Unless you starve them, and which, you know, what they do is they pull the piglets early so that, you know, they don't get the proper nutrition. And, you know, again, any animal can be stunted, even a human. You know, you starve anything, it's going to stay small. Oh, it's sad. So, unfortunately, you know, if you want a small animal, you know, that's going to be 30 pounds, get a poodle maybe. Um, But, you know, a pig is not meant to be starved, obviously. When they say eat like pigs, they really mean it. (laughs) Right. Why are pigs so different from other companion animals like dogs? Uh, you know, because pigs uh, are, are you know, come from livestock, so they still need to root and dig and, you know, time to be a pig. You know, they're not meant to be lap animals, you know, where they sit around with you at, on the couch. They're also not blindly loyal. They haven't been domesticated long enough to become, you know, the loyal pet that people think they are. You have to earn their trust. You know, mm-hmm. they need training. They have the intelligence of a three-year-old child. So, mm-hmm. you know... When you say no, no means, okay, maybe later when you're not looking or, you know, they're really (laughs) So they keep you on your toes and, you know, they are not the pet for everyone. You know, Mm -hmm. I wish we were on television. You could see the big hole that my pigs have dug so that they can stay cool, you know, in the outdoors, in the dirt. Um, Right. But, you know, pigs do. They root and dig. And, you know, you need to give them that time to be pigs or they become destructive in the house and, you know, they become aggressive, you know, if, if they don't have any outlets to, you know, do what pigs do. Hmm, that's a good point. So um, so you send me pictures of Reggie, and what if you want to ask him? Well, you know, I just, I don't have any history on him. Um, uh-huh. you know, like I said, I found him in a horse stall. I was called in by the owners who just did not know, you know, they really wanted to know should they put him down. Um, he was 50 pounds, all bones, and he's a pretty big pig, um, pretty big bone pig. So I could see, you know, all the bones on him, and he was just lying there. And if anybody came into his horse stall, he would go into a seizure. Um, so I kind of want to, you know, know what he's thinking, where he came from. Um, you know, he seems agitated lately. Um, you know, I, I want to know what he's thinking maybe or how he's feeling and you know does he want to be adopted out you know find a find a home that you know can take care of him and you know about how old he is okay he's talking about how sometimes the light bothers him uh well he is a white pig it makes me more anxious okay and yeah it has 
gotten warmer outside, and he doesn't really like the outside. He spends a lot of time inside now. Hello, Dusty. Makes me feel more jittery. I like people coming to visit me. He does like that. <laughs> I like it when people spend time with me and talk to me. He likes to talk back. Sometimes I get really bad headaches. Oh, he does? And when I have a seizure, my jaw hurts. Mm. And I taste metallic in my jaw. That actually, some dogs, not all of them, but some dogs will taste that metallic taste in their mouth, too, before they have a seizure. Well, he does do something funny, you know, before he has a seizure. Um, Uh He doesn't have them very often anymore, so I think, you know, now... He was 50 pounds when I found him. He's uh, almost 110 now. Um, Mm. So, you know, it's getting less frequent and less frequent. Um, But he do a hacking-type cough thing, what that's all about, before he would have a seizure. Oh, let me ask him. My throat felt clogged up. It would contract. And it was in his jaw, too. And he doesn't really like his jaw touched. He doesn't? Maybe, no. he, needs, maybe he needs an adjustment. <laughs> well, he was missing a few teeth. And, uh, oh, what? He had one really long tooth that, you know, we had to have the vet um, shaved down because it was poking into his lip. But um, He says he wants to live here forever. I don't want to ever leave here. I trust everyone here. And people know me. And I don't want to go where people don't know me. But he wouldn't, right? He would go to a home where somebody would know him, right? He would get to know them. And they, like he's saying, he doesn't want to go to a place where lots of people come to look at him. (laughs) Lots of people (laughs) seem to want to come and look at him now. (laughs) I think everybody wants to meet Reggie the... Yeah, he doesn't want to do that somewhere else. He wants to stay. Okay, then he can stay. He just grunted at you. (laughs) You wrote here, too, would he like Porkchop's company? And that's, that's, um, is Porkchop the black pig? Yes. Okay. And so do you want, were you asking him to put them in together? Well, I've been trying to... Is that what you mean by that question? Yeah, I've been trying to get them together. Uh-huh. Right now I have the house and the yard cut in half, and, you know, he's on one side of the fence and she's on the other. Okay. He says he's a little scared. I don't want pork chop to jump on me. <laughs> she jumps at I- him. And I don't want her to push into me. Yeah, she my, does. Right, my right side bothers me. Oh, yeah, I did notice that, that he's been laying on his left side a lot. Oh, yeah, it's sore. You know, and and my... he actually had a tumor, that's why. Uh, we oh, had he... to remove a mast cell tumor from him. Oh, a mast cell, really? Yeah, 
Oh. Well, I didn't know it was a tumor at the time, but it was, you know, it got had gotten bigger since he since I brought him here. And so mm-hmm. while we had him under anesthesia, we had it removed and it turned out to be a malignant mast cell tumor. When did that happen? Uh about a uh, this March. So about a month and a half ago. Oh, okay, so it could still be sore, do you think? Well, you know, he has disposable stitches. Um, they didn't do a great job in his, uh, his his suturing, so he does have like a pooch um, at the end of one of, you know, the... Oh. Uh, yeah, he says that he likes like the base of his ears rubbed. He does. He loves behind his ears rubbed. That feels good. Did he have seizures his whole life? You wanted to ask him. As long as I can remember. But I thought it was from the heat and sun. He left and outside. So they people put him in fed the- me bad food. They fed me the wrong kind of food. They fed me dog food. Oh. That could have been. Um, I don't. It's hard to say how for them to say how old they are because um, they're like us. We don't really remember when we're really little, you know. Oh. Um. Oh, but somebody told you he was really young, and the vet thinks he's over ten, so he would know between young and old. Yeah, it's just you know after pigs. Uh, pretty much get their adult teeth. It's hard to put an age on them. He's saying that he remembers at least like five years, so he could be older than that. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's over five. I just he says I remember five cold times. And I remember the sun burning me. That's a big thing for him, the sun. Yeah, he looks, uh, I don't know if you saw the picture, but he looks like a pork rind. Um, (laughs) Because he's a white, they left him out. He was obviously in the sun. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I got him, his skin is almost like leather. And it's, you know, if you look at the texture of a pork rind, that's what his skin looks like. So, they didn't obviously put sunscreen on him. You know, pigs get sunburned like people. Right. So, especially it, white pigs, you can see more. And his, his, it's just starting to flake off now. Oh, he's so cute. One of our, uh, one of our people in the chat room, Carrie whispers, says, "Did someone have him on a chain?" And um, they say, "Feels like he had a little bit in his mouth, and it cut into his mouth, especially on the left hand side of his mouth." So I don't know if that could be a possibility, but they mentioned that in the uh, chat room. Oh, would did anyone ever do that? Put a bit on a on a pig? Um, generally not chains. Pigs, you know, the way pigs are are designed, um, you know, we we'll do harnesses on the pig, but even on harnesses, the pigs can get out be, just because of how they're built. Oh um, right. Yeah, but I mean, it's possible to put a chain on him. He doesn't look like. Uh, he was 
change, you know, because sometimes, a lot of times, you know, people will leave collars on them and they'll grow, you know, in and around the collars and it'll get too tight. Oh, right. you know, too awful. Get it cut off. Um, yeah, so bad. So uh, we're running out of time, but Crystal, if you could let our listeners know where they could uh, get information about Vegas Pig Pets and more about Reggie and Pumba and the gang. Oh, and Pumba says hi, by the way. <laughs> hi, Pumba. This is watermelon every day for everyone. <laughs> our our website is vegaspigpets.org. And for more information on teacup pigs, uh, can they visit www.teacuppig, all one word, dot info. Great. Great, Thank Chris. you so much. Oh, yeah, thank you for everything that you do, Crystal. Oh, I appreciate I appreciate you folks asking me back on the, the show. Thanks. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Reggie. <laughs> Be well. Aww. So that was Crystal at VegasPigPets.com. Go to www.VegasPigPets.com. Of course, everything you heard on the show will also be available on ThePetPsychic.com. So you can always go back there to get a list of anything we talked about or our information. So um, does any one of our animals want to chime in? Words of wisdom. I shouldn't ask Makia. She was here. She's not here now, but she was here really paying attention. So I'm going to ask her if she has anything she wants to say. Makia's my white cat. Tell everyone I love pigs. We had two pigs and they were my friends. People may not know this, but pigs can recognize cats. When I would come out of the house, they would make noises for me. They loved me. I never knew that about them. <laughs> they were so connected. Oh, that's so cute. I had Jezebel and Samson. So, should we talk to Aloha, see if Lo has any words of wisdom? <laughs> yeah, she just came and jumped on the seat here. She's curled up next to me. I think it's important to pray for animals. I think we should all say animals, let them all be better. I think we should say, hey, goddess, take care of all the sick ones. Mm-hmm. And then I think we should believe it when we feel it. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Wow, so positive for a change. I know, huh? She must have been really trying. (laughs) She has been. I know, she has been. Usually she's such a downer. (laughs) No, she's not. No, she is. She's so sassy and, I don't know, she thinks everyone's stupid. Well, hey, goddess. So thank you, everyone, for listening to our show. So next week we'll let you all know what time we're going to be at uh, after the – we'll probably come back after the uh, meeting. So we will get back to you. So check our Facebook page, 
checkthepetpsychic.com, and you can always email us as well at thepetpsychic at gmail.com. I'm sorry, petpsychicradio at gmail.com. Bye. Bye, everybody. She can